So icosanoids are a group of inflammatory molecules produced from a polyunsaturated fatty acid called icosatetraenoic acid or arachidonic acid. There are three types of icosanoids that can be synthesized from arachidonic acids, and they are prostaglandins, thromboxanes, and leukotrienes. Prostaglandins were initially isolated from prostates, thromboxanes from platelets, and leukotrienes from white blood cells. Most mammalian tissues can produce or synthesize icosanoids with the exception of red blood cells and when released these molecules have profound inflammatory effects on the tissues that they act upon. Most of their effects will be local meaning they will uh, exert their uh, effects on neighboring tissues or the on the tissue that produces them. Uh, their effects are through uh, specific G-protein coupled receptors are initiated through specific G-protein coupled receptors and can are propagated either by uh, rise in intercellular calcium or rise in intercellular cyclic AMP. So the inflammatory responses of the icosanoids are really uh, present in, in many tissues, but they're most pronounced in the joints, the skin, and the eyes. <clears throat> uh, however, icosanoids do have other important normal physiological functions, which include regulating or inhibiting gastric acid secretion, regulating blood pressure through vasodilation, vasoconstriction, and regulating thrombosis by uh, regulating platelet aggregation. As I mentioned, the principal icosanoid that is produced uh, in the body is produced from, uh, are produced from, uh, synthesized from arachidonic acid. And arachidonic acid, in, in turn, is synthesized from the essential fatty acid, linoleic acid. Linoleic acid is an omega-6 fatty acid that can be elongated and desaturated in the body to form arachidonic acid. So arachidonic acid is going to be the main precursor of the icosanoids we will be talking about today. There are some minor icosanoids derived from alpha-linolenic acid, which is the omega-3 uh, essential fatty acid we will discuss a little later on. <clears throat> so arachidonic acid typically resides in the second position or the two position of membrane phospholipids. So here's your phospholipid in the membrane at the po two position of the a glycerol backbone, you will typically find uh, arachidonic acid uh, enriched in that position. One of the phospholipids that is enriched in uh, arachidonic acid is one that we have discussed before, and that's PIP2 or phosphatidylinositol 4,5-bisphosphate. We talked about it in the context of activation of phospholipase C. But here, I want to uh, talk about it in the context 
of the fact that it has a, uh, uh, it, it, it's two position, here's the P, PIP2, the entire molecule is PIP2, at the two position it's enriched in arachidonic acid, that arachidonic acid can be released when phospholipase A2 is activated. And when it's activated, it's going to hydrolyze PIP2 to produce arachidonic acid. And what's left of PIP2 is lysopip2. So in the big picture, this is what's going to occur at the cellular level. Think of the cell membrane here. Uh, typically, during an inflammatory response, you're going to need some stimulus. So this could be a, a peptide, uh, some kind of inflammatory challenge that will stimulate a G-protein coupled receptor, G-protein, then activates phospholipase A2. Phospholipase A2 can hydrolyze membrane phospholipids, including PIP2, to release arachidonic acid. Arachidonic acid released now in the cytoplasm is going to be used to synthesize essentially all the icosinoids. In this uh, biosynthetic scheme, we're only going to talk about the synthesis of uh, prostaglandins and thromboxanes. So this involves first the formation of an intermediate prostaglandin H2. So the PG stands for prostaglandin. Prostaglandin H2 is the common intermediate made by PGH2 synthase, which in turn is made up of two distinct enzyme activities, cyclooxygenase and peroxidase. Of the two, cyclooxygenase is the more important enzyme or the rate-limiting enzyme, and we'll talk about it some more. Once you make PGH2 from arachidonic acid, you can synthesize different classes of prostaglandins. Again, the abbreviation is PG and I2 is a type of prostaglandin, D2 is another type and so on. On the other side here, you can make thromboxanes through thromboxane synthase and they're abbreviated here as thromboxane A2. Again, I want to emphasize to you a couple of important things. First, is that when these molecules are made, they have to be released from the cytoplasm into the surroundings and they will act locally through their respective receptors. That's the first important thing. Second important thing is that there are two enzymes in this pathway that pre uh, present important therapeutic targets as anti-inflammatory uh, for anti-inflammatory drugs. And this is going to be phospholipase A2 and cyclooxygenase. Okay, so I will talk about both of these uh, some more in the next slide, but I want you to appreciate that uh, uh, cyclooxygenase is responsible for the synthesis of all prostaglandins and thromboxanes, whereas uh, phospholipase A2 is responsible for the release of arachidonic acid. <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> just in the way of uh, a reminder of uh, uh, 
the arachidonic acid structure. This is arachidonic acid and it belongs to the omega-6 family of uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids and if you're not sure how that works this is carbon number one or the omega carbon that's the methyl end of the fatty acyl chain so that'd be one two three four five and this is the sixth position counting from the omega end or the methyl end of uh, arachidonic acid and that's why this molecule is named uh, it belongs to the omega-6 is where the first double bond occurs at the at the sixth positions from the omega end so arachidonic acid can be used to make not only prostaglandins and thromboxanes but also leukotrienes however the leukotriene pathway involves a completely different pathway and enzyme we'll talk about that uh, later <clears throat> Now, importantly, several cells or different cell types may specialize in producing one or more uh, icosanoid. For example, platelets will predominantly produce thromboxane A2, whereas, uh, for example, uh, endothelial cells will predominantly produce PGI2 or prostacyclin. So, what's important about icosanoid biosynthesis is that it presents an opportunity for uh, targeting infl uh, inflammation by uh, affecting uh, uh, enzymes that produce these inflammatory molecules. So, I'm going to talk about first here cyclooxygenase. Cyclooxygenase is the rate limiting enzymes for the production of thromboxanes and prostaglandins. All non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs including aspirin will inhibit this enzyme and therefore reduce the synthesis of both thromboxanes and prostaglandins. So that's one important area where you can reduce inflammation by targeting cyclooxygenases. Another area where you can also uh, inhibit inflammation is where you target the release of arachidonic acid by phospholipase A2. There is a potent inhibitor of phospholipase A2 and that is, uh, and those are glucocorticoids, cortisol being among the most important of them. Cortisol can inhibit phospholipase A2 and uh, uh, inhibit the release of arachidonic acid. Without arachidonic acid, none of the icosanoids can be synthesized. So there are two important therapeutic targets here to bear in mind. So back here, again, uh, to focus a little more on the uh, cyclooxygenases, uh, so there are actually two, two isozymes of cyclooxygenase in the COX-1, and COX-2. COX-1 is a constitutive enzyme present in most cells and that provides the basal activity of icosanoids synthesized in most cells. COX-2 on the other hand is uh, an inducible enzyme <clears throat> and that means it has 
it is its expression is increased in uh, as a result to a specific stimulus like uh, a specific challenge say an endotoxin tumor promoter uh, tumor necrosis factor and so on and its synthesis of the enzyme is in induced in liver endothelial cells macrophages and a few other tissues so typically the this is what is uh, associated with a, an acute uh, the induction of uh, cox2 is typically uh, 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 is associated with, with an uh, acute inflammatory response that produces pain, heat, redness, swelling, and fever. <clears throat> so, two cyclooxygenases, constitutive, inducible, both inhibited equally well by non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Okay? Cortisol, corticosteroids has two sites of action. It can inhibit the release of arachidonic acid from phospholipids, so it can shut down the synthesis of all eicosanoids. Okay? Cortisol has a second important site of action, which is specifically inhibiting the induction of COX-2 which means uh, the uh, COX-2 that's induced in certain cells would be specifically inhibited by cortisol. Importantly, the action of cortisol here will affect the release of arachidonic acid and therefore affect the synthesis of all eicosanoids, not just prostaglandins, and thromboxins. <clears throat> so back here to the effects of uh, NSAIDs. Again, NSAIDs uh, are uh, non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs uh, inhibit both COX-1 and COX-2 and therefore you reduce the production of both prostaglandins and thromboxanes. There are some selective COX-2 inhibitors that have been developed uh, over the years and they are used to treat certain chronic uh, inflammatory conditions like arthritis and osteoarthritis.